Hello, and welcome back to the All Things Aviation podcast. My name is Addie, and I'm your host, and I'm very excited for my guest today. We have on a fellow peer of mine at Colorado State University, mechanical engineering major, and AS500 cadet for the Air Force Reserve Officer Training Corps, and who earned his private pilot license right here out of the Northern Colorado Regional Airport. Just overall, someone who has an infectious passion for flying, Seth Wilson, thanks for being here. How are you doing? Hey, good morning. Thank you for having me. Um, yeah, super excited to be here, talk about aviation and kind of just um, pull back the curtain on what it means to be a pilot, uh, especially within general aviation here in northern Colorado. Yeah, for sure. I'm really excited to have you on, especially as a young person and student. I feel, at least in my life, a lot of people really don't know the aviation world. It seems kind of like a mysterious field for many would you agree with that, or has your experience been completely different? I would, in a sense, agree. Um, it is a little bit of a green glass door situation of you don't really know what's going on quite behind the curtain. Um, at least my belief is that most people know or have been inside an airplane before, whether it be commercial or they have a friend that's a pilot, so they know what it's, it li it's like to be in an airplane. But the actual technicalities behind it and the um, skill level needed to, in order to pilot these these machines is immense and it's it's a, it takes a lot of training and preparation and um, memorization of certain procedures and checklists we need to go through in case anything were to go wrong for the sense of it most aircraft essentially fly themselves which is kind of cool <laughs> the, the whole reason that a pilot exists is so that when things go wrong there is someone at the controls that can take over and make sure that everyone's in that aircraft gets down to the ground safely yeah so, Seth, I would love to dig right into things. So, outside of this podcast, you and I briefly spoke about you earning your private pilot's license out of the Northern Colorado Airport. That's right. And I'd love it if you could take us back and share with us what was that journey like? What initially sparked your interest in flying and what was involved in earning your license? Yeah, so... My first ever flight hours were recorded um, in January of 2020. I had the opportunity to go fly through um, Air Force ROTC up here at CSU. I had the opportunity to go fly through the Civil Air Patrol. They had a, a Cessna up in Northern Colorado Regional, and they were offering free flights to all of the ROTC cadets. So I hopped on that opportunity and went and flew around in a Cessna with, uh, with them and was kind of hooked into that. Um, I had previous flight experience, or not experience, but like previous flight exposure before this point. Um, just growing up in a household that was celebrating aviation and celebrating the achievements of aviation. Um, it had always been something that's been on my mind, especially going into the Air Force. That's kind of like you go into the Air Force to be a pilot, right? And so it, it, it was just a natural stepping stone leading me in a direction um, that eventually ended with me saying, yeah, I want to actually full-time pursue my private pilot's, private pilot's license, um, full-time pursuing it starting in January of 2021. Um, started getting hours, applying for scholarships, and going to Northern Colorado Regional and doing everything that I can to get time in the airplane and learn about things in the airplane and go through all the different standards and um, requirements that it takes to be a, a private pilot. That's awesome. Can you share with us what was that experience like first time flying? Do you remember what yeah. you were thinking? Yeah. Um, 
I remember thinking that this is the coolest office in the entire world. <laughs> um, I remember looking down, my first ever exposure flying was before I was pursuing my license. I was 12 years old or something in that range. And a buddy of mine took me out flying around my neighborhood. And as I would look down through the windows and spot my house down on the ground, I'm like, this is the coolest thing that I've ever been exposed to. So I talked to him, like, what does it take to get involved and how do you do this? And like, is it possible to make a career out of this? Can I make money doing this? And he, he walked me through the whole process and kind of like planted that little seed of like, oh, maybe this kid could be a pilot one day. So, but it was just exhilarating and thrilling and just an entirely new perspective on things that had become so normal to me of like, oh yeah, that's my backyard and that's the tree where I climb when I was six years old or whatever. And I'm looking at it from 3,000 feet above the ground and it's just incredible. Wow. That does sound incredible. So you earned your uh, license. So what aviation related things are you doing today? Yeah. So I have earned my private pilot's license and moving forward from this point, I am working on getting my instrument rating. Uh, what your instrument rating allows you to do is fly airplanes in less than visual conditions. So I need to just work on building more hours, getting cross-country time, so going on longer extended uh, routes of more than uh, 50 miles in one direction. Um, and then after that, it's just working on getting the next license, which would be commercial, I guess, in this case, and then certified flight instructor, and then just you keep moving up the ranks and you keep moving forward and eventually you can start making money off of this. <laughs> That's awesome. So you touched on it a little bit. I'm I'm thinking back to you talking about your first time flying, but what would you say is your favorite thing about flying? Maybe for someone who has never piloted a plane before, mm -hmm. is there a certain headspace you feel you need to get into before takeoff? I think that with flying, the headspace that you need to get into is that it is fun and it is enjoyable, but there is the opportunity for things to go wrong. Um, we don't like to spend time dwelling in um, emergency procedures or situations, but we definitely don't ignore the fact that sometimes they do exist and we need to be prepared to take those on. So safety and risk management is a big part of it. Before every one of my flights that I go up on, I look at um, notices that have been issued out, the weather that's possibly going to be around and in the area. If I'm flying to new airports, I look and learn everything I can about that airport and all the relevant information about runway lengths and taxi diagrams and things like that. Um, so there's a lot of pre-flight before you ever step onto the ramp. Uh, kind of thinking about where you want to go and what you want to do. And essentially the way that I like to think about it is that once you do all that pre-flight, once you do all that work, flying is the fun part. Mm. No one really enjoys doing the well, – maybe not no one, but the paperwork <laughs> is obviously the duller side of this coin. Um, and and flying is is the reward for all this hard work that you put in. You get to go and fly and you get to see your plan come to life and you get to see is like – oh, I thought that the weather was going to be this at this time. And look at this. It is this at this time. So it's a it's a work reward situation. And I really just enjoy being able to put my passion and my labor into something that I love and then seeing the fruition of that through a, a well-executed flight. Yeah. 
That's so fascinating thinking about everything pilots have to consider. Yeah. Uh, getting into that mindset to have a safe flight. So kind of on the same vein, has there ever been a time when you were flying that things did not go as planned <laughs> and maybe things were not so enjoyable? Can you share that experience with us? Yeah, actually, I, I, I can. <laughs> Most recently, um, about 10 or so flight hours ago, um, I was flying with a buddy of mine. It was the first time I was flying the plane uh, without an instructor since I got my private pilot's license. So big achievement, big kind of momentous occasion. And I'm celebrating with a buddy um, that I'd be doing training with. And it's like, we're going to go up to Laramie, Wyoming. And we take this plane up and everything starts up fine. It's good. We get off the ground. We start flying up to Laramie um, and we land and everything's great. It's it's a beautiful airport. It's lovely weather. There's very little wind, which is very surprising for Wyoming landscapes. Um, we go inside to go to the restroom and kind of get some food and freshen up a little bit before we go back down. Uh, we hop back in the airplane and the engine doesn't start. So we're stranded in the middle of Laramie, Wyoming. Our engine's not starting. Our um, flight instructors are who are essentially probably still our flight instructors because we're so new to this whole piloting thing are 50, 60 miles away. Um, not really feasible for them to come up and rescue us. So we're kind of just sitting there like, uh, what do we do? Um, we go through the the checklists for how to deal with an, an engine that's not working very well. And we use the resources that we have available to us. Um, eventually the final solution was having the, um, the maintenance guys at Laramie Airport come out and give us a jump with one of their uh, one of their pickup trucks. So that eventually got the aircraft started. We went home immediately. We uh, turned off all unnecessary electrical equipment and just did everything we could to make sure that this plane's going to get home and that we're not going to like push it or stress test it or um, find its boundaries in any way. Get home, put it on the ground, tell the instructors what happened, and they look at it and. Found out that there was a little bit of an electrical issue in the plane. Uh, the maintenance guys took a peek at it, and one of the um, one of the wires for the for a fuse on the ignition system, I believe, was um, was fraying a little bit and and shorting out. So, yeah. <laughs> but everyone got home safe. Uh, we followed the procedures exactly like we had been trained to do, and um, I felt that my training that I received at Northern Colorado Regional. Uh, prepared me to problem solve and do what I needed to do in order to make sure that everyone was safe in that moment. Wow, that's crazy. I guess it's kind of better <laughs> to have a problem on the ground than yes, in the air. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I've never had an in-air problem. Thank, 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 Lord. <laughs> um, so, Seth, for people who are maybe considering, or maybe who have never considered becoming a pilot, what would you say to them? Is it achievable? Is it worth it? Should people do it? Apps, um, yes, yes, and yes. <laughs> um, being a pilot has taught me so much about the value of hard work and um, what it means to really pursue something with with your whole heart. I feel aviation for a lot of people has a lot of emotional ties to it. Either they had a friend that was that is a pilot, uh, they have family members that were pilots. They they yearn to be up in the sky. Um, for a lot of people, it's, it's not just like pursuing a degree in education or it's not like um, getting that job you wanted. It's pursuit of something that you feel is almost innately desired by you. 
Um, and those are the type of people that have that innate desire to go be pilots and go belong in the sky. They make the best pilots because they have the best passion for it. Um, the feasibility of it, it's, it's extremely achievable. Private pilot's license is the most awarded license from the FAA to any, any pilot. Um, and it's, it, it has been one of the greatest decisions that ever I've ever made with my life in pursuing this. It has developed me as a man. It has pushed me to work hard in things that are outside of my comfort zone. Um, and it has given me a skill that I can now go forth and use to hopefully um, bring a career around and um, do what I can to inspire others to hopefully pursue the same within aviation. Wow, that's really encouraging. I'm sure for um, a lot of people listening, just knowing that they can do it too. Yeah. And um, Setha, as we wrap up, I'm just curious, what things can we look out from you in the future as you're pursuing? What aviation things are you hoping hoping to pursue in or after college? Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, within college, I'm hoping to um, obtain as many licenses as I can, which is financially feasible. Um, <laughs> this is a financial investment and you have to look at it as such. Um, moving on forth from here, I hope to um, sign on to a commercial airline company, whether it be a, um, a regional carrier or a, a Delta United American Airlines figure or flying for a, a corporation in um, Gulf Streams or private jets or anything of, of the sort. Um, essentially, it's I don't really know where my mm -hmm. pilot career is going to carry me and I don't really know um, what direction I'm going to land in. Um, the only thing that I really do know for sure is that I am going to end up having a career in the skies and I'm, I'm going to make sure that happens. Well, I really look forward to seeing you achieve those things. And Seth, thanks again for being on our podcast today. It was such a pleasure. Of course. Thank you for having me. All right, folks, I'll see you all next week on the All Things Aviation podcast.